Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Valley Flying Smashing Time podcast. I'm your host, Valley Flying. So I apologize that this episode was a day late. Very, very busy. A lot of stuff going on. But we are here, guys. And this week, I'm bringing you to another replay of the weekly news update with my brother, Casino. Now, this week, we talk about a lot of new things in the game. We had update 3.9 drops. We're going to talk about the new teams, the Brotherhood 2.0 Power Armor 2.0, talk about some of the recent bugs in the game, and if you do want to check out the video version of this show, uh, make sure you check out the YouTube channel at bit.ly backslash VF channel, that's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash VF channel, and there are a bunch of other videos there as well, including the jujitsu match that uh, we talk about in this show, so guys, uh, enjoy, if you're ready for it, you know what to do. Let's go smash it! Valley Flying. What is up, Valley Maniacs? Valley Flying here. I am back. Welcome to the channel. It is your Marvel Strike Force weekly news update with myself and my brother, Casino. What is up, dude? How are you doing? I'm doing very good. What's going on? Ooh, a lot of stuff going on, man. We got some new farmable character coming to the uh, coming to Marvel Strike Force. We have some information on the Valiant Orbs. Which characters are uh, have been chosen for that? Uh, we're talking reworks, new characters, and uh, maybe maybe we could get some uh, new character info out of you. Some juicy rumors. But uh, how how has your week been, brother? Uh, it's been pretty good, but I think I think we got to talk about yours. I've got I've got some exciting <laughs> news, but I'll go second. Ooh, it, it was a uh, very nerve wracking uh, weekend for me. My first uh, jujitsu tournament and uh, did did pretty well. Uh, so I was excited that I entered and uh, fortunately got the win. So uh, yeah, if you guys haven't checked out that video, uh, let me know. But uh, after after that, I messaged you and you, you shared some uh, cool things with me as well, brother. I did, and I'll, I'll get on that in a sec. But uh, yeah, you, you did not disappoint, right? The weekly news update hosts are only ever allowed to get gold. I guess so. so. Uh, <laughs> congratulations on that. Uh, yes. it, now, thankfully, both uh, hosts of our, your weekly news update have gotten gold in a martial arts tournament before. So Yes, and for those Welcome of you who don't know, uh, I did jujitsu, but Casino, he is, uh, he is a gold medalist in Taekwondo from back in the day. So... Uh, yeah, I know a lot of people. It's like, what would happen if you fought Casino? Well, it would be very interesting because, uh, yeah, you're no slouch at what as well at martial arts. So, uh, it'd be interesting if we ever were very mad at each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I might be able to like climb on top of you and bang on your head a little bit before Ooh, you swat That doesn't me away. sound comfortable. That doesn't sound comfortable. <laughs> But no, uh, they're, but they're not think, here to talk about our more uh, our martial arts background. They're here for the news. So let's get into it. There's a lot of stuff that went on this week in Marvel Strike Force, brother. Uh, we we had an update drop since the last news update. Uh, a lot of stuff went on here. We're going to talk about all the specifics of the update. But what are your overall thoughts of this update compared to some of the others in the past? Uh, overall, pretty good. Uh, it was actually somewhat light on quality of life changes, which is normally what I like to see, but uh, to their credit, and it's not that there were no bugs, but I, this was one of the more bug-free updates. I, I don't know if I noticed any. Was, did, did you notice any uh, specific ones? Yeah, there's definitely been a few, but I'm not sure how many of those are the result of the patch itself and how many of those are just, you know, Normal Fox bugs. likes to go a week <laughs> at a time. You know, the, they uh, never want to go more than a week without introducing a new bug. But like the, <laughs> the orange gear raid store bug is definitely a thing. They they had the the bugged gold blitz today. Explain um, explain that one to me because I, I've I've been kind of out of the loop. Uh, what 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 is going on with the uh, orange raid bug? Um. So as I understand it, every time the shop rolls over, uh -huh. people are getting the previous assortment of orange gear that was in their raid store just automatically granted to them huh That's, yeah that sounds good right that sounds it, good yeah right? it does i mean ultimately it means they're gonna have to give us a bunch of orange gear but yeah i don't i don't fully Sweet. understand i i have footage of it i'll i'll give you someone had footage from uh vash's uh live stream vash from uh, overachievers gaming podcast shout out okay. to 
Vash from MSF Insider. But yeah, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give you the footage. But yeah, I've just had a bunch of people messaging me like, have you heard about the Orange Gear Raid Store bug? And while I haven't even seen it myself because I've been so busy, I know that they're aware of it and they're looking into it. So oh. it's all well, that is now. that is news to me. So uh, informing me as well. New character that came with this patch right when it was released is Toad. Now, we talked about his kid a little bit last week. It was revealed a couple weeks ago. Uh, I assume you have played with this character in the Brotherhood team. What are your firsthand thoughts of Toad now that you actually got to use this character? Um, I like him quite a bit. He really does a good job, like, complimenting the Brotherhood. I actually got to use him in War yesterday, and he mm -hmm. performed really well. Um, but he, he he fits into a category of characters that are really only usable on their team. Like, he's not completely ineffective off of his team, but a lot of what he does is aimed at benefiting his team, and a lot of what he gains comes from his team. So, yeah, it's just one of those characters where... It doesn't make too much sense in many instances to use him off the Brotherhood, but on the Brotherhood, yeah. he does a great job. I was actually surprised my Toad is not that strong. I think he's only four gold, four red, and his damage was pretty good, mm. which uh, I was not expecting because he doesn't have a high damage stat or anything, but uh, it, was, it was not bad. Yeah, I, I unlocked that character as well, but he is two red, two gold, so not a very good test. Plus, he doesn't have his partner in crime. Uh, one of the major yeah. uh, elements of that team is missing currently, and that is the big man, uh, the blob. And uh, we, we got a sneak peek of his kit. Uh, I personally, I think this is a very strong kit. Interesting that there's two protectors on this Brotherhood team. Uh, what did you think of the kit reveal for the Blob? Um, interesting. I think Blob's getting a little bit too much credit. Uh, on the Brotherhood, he's very menacing, but as a solo character, again, he doesn't impress me that much. And then on the Brotherhood, you got to remember that Toad and Blob are essentially replacing Sabretooth and Mystique. Mm -hmm. So Sabretooth had decent survivability and pretty good damage. And Mystique had also like semi-decent survivability and that big burst of damage with our ultimate yeah so yeah they uh you know neither toad nor blob and and even like that whole team with toad and blob now they're not doing like a crazy amount of extra damage compared to what the brotherhood was doing but i think their 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 damage went up a bit um and we'll talk about the reworks in a sec but their survivability went up quite a bit but really they kind of got repurposed like they're still good at all the things they were good at arguably a little bit better overall especially with the added survivability like they they just do better once their initial combo is down now mm -hmm. but the main main thing that they made this team do now is just counter colson and war like that's yeah. that's what they're gonna do they're just gonna be the biggest middle finger to colson teams the thing but yeah it's it, it's so obvious that this was made a team that is made to counter Colson in war, especially with some of the reworks to Juggernaut and Magneto, which we're going to get into in just a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I personally like uh, what I see, what I'm seeing from the Blobs kit. It's, it's kind of uh, I think both of these characters are needed. They they work well with these Toad and Blob, but uh, I, yeah, I, I don't think either of them have a lot of uh, value outside of this full Brotherhood team. No, not not too much. Um, double protectors. What What are your thoughts on that? I think this is the first like uh, pre built team that uh, has the double protectors, though. Uh, Juggernaut and Blob really, uh, really uh, complementing each other, taking some of the pressure off of each other with the double taunts. Yep, it is. It's kind of like a stopgap. But the thing is, Juggernaut wasn't an incredible, incredible protector as it is. Like he was a good character, but a lot of what he did was also offense-based and his actual taunt uptime wasn't very long because on the Brotherhood he gains speed when he's attacked so he kind of speeds through his turns. So Blob is now has the interesting role of like jumping in and uh, basically taunting right away thanks to Toad and then uh, Juggernaut will take over and taunt for a while and then when Juggernaut's combo is down if a fight is still going on then when anyone drops below 50% Blob will jump in and tank again. So it's just kind of, you know, covering the gaps where a taunt wouldn't have been up previously. Now, usually someone is taunting, so. I think this gives a little more little more value to Pyro because uh, he, he's a little more protected now with these double, oh, yeah. uh, these double protectors there, the big damage dealer of that team. Uh, let's Not move on to the- Not only that, but- oh. 
I'm sorry. Just what is for that? added value to Pyro, now you have Toad who can extend a bunch of people's bleeds, mm. and then Pyro can further extend a bunch of people's bleeds. So now against enemies with really high health bars, you can get just stacks and stacks of bleeds from Pyro now that, that just keep getting extended. So. Uh, Coulson, Coulson. He had his day in the sun, but uh, Brotherhood is taking it away. It's like uh, they made Shield this awesome team. They made Brotherhood to counter it. And then they brought Coulson to bring Shield back in. And now they bring more characters to Brotherhood and countering Shield again. So, so sad. So sad. Shield. Balance. Balance has returned. <laughs> Everything is balanced. Uh, let, let's talk about these reworks, though, because this really affects the team. Magneto's rework. Extra resistance against Taunt. That is a uh, big screw you to the uh, opening move of Coulson right there. Extra resistance, extra focus. And uh, yeah, when Magneto is an ally from Juggernaut and enemy attacks his character's speed bar and uh, for him and all protector allies. I mean, if this is not just that middle finger that you talked about to Coulson, I don't know what is. This is the, the, the direct counter to these guys. It is absolutely, but what's interesting is it wasn't really necessary. Uh, basically, adding that line to Magneto makes it so that even if you have a weak blob, the team is still going to do what it needs to do. Because blob spawns with offense up, and Coulson goes after whoever has the highest damage. So this was just like a, oh, if you have like a seven red star juggernaut and only like a four gold, you know, two red blob, even with his offense up, if he wasn't drawing the Coulson taunt, now no one else is going to get that Coulson taunt effectively, mm. but Toad is going to make Blob taunt anyway. Like it's almost redundant. It was just like for a few rare edge cases where a few people might have been, I don't even know if you want to say disadvantaged, but you know, a few people might have been disadvantaged for like having one incredibly strong Brotherhood member. So they were just like, no, 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 Blob is always the one who's going to take the brunt of the damage. I think this is kind of... Uh made so that people while they have those two three four star blobs and toad can kind of get this team going uh before they could fully build these up before these uh, characters are fully farmable uh is, yep. is kind of what uh, it's saying to me is that uh, the impression you're getting as well yes and i i like that they've done that but i don't like how heavy-handed it was <laughs> um but it, it's 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 good that they're being mindful of like the team working with people at various uh, power levels like that's yeah. something i i want them to continue to be mindful of uh and a perfect example is like my supernatural team is designed to counter colson but uh and, and they still do an excellent job of that, but Scarlet Witch is supposed to be the target that Coulson picks and focuses. Mm -hmm. And I have a six red star Elsa, and that just completely changes the dynamic of how that team plays into them. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, take take that luck factor out, take that non build factor out, just yeah. makes it work correctly. Maybe maybe they've seen that uh, Supernatural doesn't work as well as they thought. Well, maybe it, I, I mean know. they maybe it's it's more just like variants. I think they're starting to realize certain teams. Uh, lucky red stars on one character can completely change how the team plays and you have instances like another perfect example is like x-men in the colson teams uh phoenix is supposed to be the one that gets focused out i believe but you would have people who are like oh i, I have seven red stars on storm so obviously i use storm with my x-men but they always go after storm and then they never kill my phoenix and then i lose if i had a weaker storm my x-men would be doing better here so yeah i think they're they're seeing those frustrations and they're resolving them so what do you see any other uses for this Brotherhood 2.0 team other than just countering Coulson in war? Uh, and it doesn't seem like there's a lot of viability in raids still. Um, Blitz, obviously, they're still very good. I, I don't know if this team is very usable in Arena. Uh, do you see any uh, other use for this team? So Brotherhood has been for a while a Blitz and war team. So while I think they just became more reliable in both those modes, they were already fine in Blitz. But now they're more reliable in Blitz, and now they can take out one of the top war defenses. So that raised their stock. But yeah, they, they have no sustain. Like Raid, uh, Dark Dimension, those, those modes are not really something that you want to consider them for. Another area where they, they're not really going to change much is Arena, because you always used Brotherhood hybrids in Arena. Yeah. Yeah. depending on where you are at in the game. But like there's there's a noticeable step, like a lot of people uh, 
were finding that Brotherhood hybrids were doing better than some of the BKT variants that they could make if they didn't have Minerva or Thanos when they're graduating from the Defenders. And so some people had been able to graduate from the Defenders into the Brotherhood. So for the people doing that, they're still going to use Brotherhood there and they'll still be the best arena team available to those players. But I I don't think Toad and Blob will be necessary for that. Um, I don't think they'll be bad for that if... If the new players can get high-level Toad and Blob, they might use them, but I don't think they're necessary, and I don't think new players will have those characters at high star, so it'll probably just be like the, the Magneto-Jugs duo, maybe with Pyro as a as a trio still, be my guess. Cool. Well, another new character, totally, uh, well, maybe not totally, but changing another team for war offense, and the footage we got was very impressive. The new character... Ironheart, and to me, her kit reminded me of a better version of Vision for this power armor team. What are your thoughts on the Ironheart kit? I mean, she is just a better version of Vision. In my <laughs> video where I announced her kit, I basically said, Ironheart's got a lot on her plate trying to replace someone who brings two-turn defense up on spawn, an early turn one low cooldown ability block, and a potent turn two AoE. And the only way to justify her replacing him is because she also does literally all of that and then more. Yeah. So what are you, what are you, what are your thoughts yeah. on her uh, entire kit? Um, she's uh, another one of those characters where she, unlike Vision, who works really well and does what he does on on most teams, she pretty much only works for power armor. So she's another character that's kind of locked into her team which i i don't really like but she absolutely just elevates that team i mean she's bringing all the things vision was bringing to the team but some more turn meter rewind which is going to further mess with some enemy comps she's in addition to the two turn defense up specifically for power armor she's giving them 15 percent health and armor so she's making the team tankier and less susceptible to burst and then the big one here is that her aoe will be offensed up where visions wasn't mm-hmm. and hers will go first and two turn defense down the enemies yeah so. that, that I, I think uh that that ultimate a lot better than uh, what vision does because uh in removing that you're kind of screwing up what falcon does with uh you know at, more attacks with his ultimate so yes falcon uh, she doesn't she doesn't do that she she keeps those buffs on just puts the defense downs on as well so right right just vision would clear defense ups and she's going to defense down people who have defense up, which is exactly the same as having neither, except Falcon will hit an extra time. Yeah. So it's better. And yeah, and everyone's hitting into defense down. So it's she makes them do a lot more damage. So they just got a lot stronger and they were already so strong. So now they're easily a top five, probably a top three war offense team. And her her passive gives them a little more survivability as well. So yeah, just brings them right into that uh top three like you said uh not only that but we we got some uh little upgrades for some characters they seem very little but iron man his passive gaining five percent damage for each power armor ally coupled with the speed increase for war machine which means that uh, instead of war machine being in that cleanup spot iron man is now in that cleanup spot with that extra defense uh with, with that extra damage excuse me uh, what do you think of these changes to these two new characters and uh, how it really affects this Power Armor 2.0 team? Um, I mean, it's it's they're both good, right? War Machine being faster is certainly a good thing because uh, War Machine would be the one where you're like, oh, I hope that, you know, War Machine is still still ready to go, you know, and, and like certain teams would like take off his offense up before he went because he was the last one to go. Yeah. So speeding him up just makes their their combo just tighter and easier to execute. And then obviously Iron Man doing more damage is just Iron Man doing more damage. So yeah, it's just yeah. just good news all around. All right, so the footage they sent taking out the Asgardians. Uh, now well, in one one of the teams, they, there was still some Gregs left, but in war that would count it as a win. Right. The other team, right. there was a Sif left, but that in itself was still pretty impressive because uh, Hela, Thor, both of them gone. Those are the two most problem. Uh, kills of that team uh what what do you what do you think this could team could take out a uh as guardian uh even level as guardian so as i understand it they're supposed to go about 50 50 with even power as guardians which means you're mainly going to want to use power armor for as guardian punch downs i think there are other teams really well equipped to take out the as guardians these days um in terms of punching up but the as guardians as of this moment 
are still the number one war defense team in the game. So, you know, a, a pre-existing team that's only getting a single new member, being able to basically go to a draw with them, be a bit of a coin flip at even power, I think that's reasonable. But yeah, mainly you're just gonna wanna use them for punch downs, but it, it has a lot to do with who Loki is gonna go after. Yeah, that, that Loki thing throws a wrench into a lot of uh, the Asgardian battles, but it looks like we got counters for Asgardians now, sort of with power armor. We have a counter to Coulson and uh, Shield with Brotherhood coming up. And uh, just as it looks like this, uh, we're, we're clearing up some of these war defensive teams. It looks like another one started to emerge. We cut off two of these heads and another one uh, came I up I knew with you were gonna Hydra. make that joke. Of course I gotta make that joke. That is so obvious. Come on now. <laughs> What did you, before, before we get into joke. the data mine of uh, the character that pulls us all together, what did you think of all these Hydra reworks uh, just individually without uh, the, the data mine kit of the final member of this team? I mean, they're, they're pretty minimal, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like a good thing. Like they needed to be updated and they, they absolutely got better, but they're still just Hydra minions. Like, I, you know, there, there are some diehard Hydra fans who are like, oh, this team needs to be one of the top teams in the game. But like some teams have to be the the just there's some junk characters there for you to just crush like yeah. there have to be characters that aren't too crazy we still got so ravaged sister struck dude. A good we still got ravaged sister I, I don't think they should worry too right, much but, about that <laughs> right but i'd argue that the ravagers should be a bit better equipped than hydra but that's yeah that's my personal preference talking there, there's still the hand and the mercenaries too currently but my point was even with a rework i'm glad they didn't rework hydra to become like one of the top, top, top teams in the game. They give them a comfortable home on war defense, uh, which I think they would have been better off as a war offense team. Uh, and I'll get into that. I actually that would uh, lost a bet sense. with an alliance mate about that. <laughs> I know. So, all right, so we'll deviate talk about this. So I, I think they should have been a war offense team. Uh, when it was announced that they were gonna be a, well, when it was suggested in the data mine that they'd be a war team, one of my, uh, uh, one of my captains was like, Oh man, Ugh, they're they're probably gonna be war defense. And I was like, there's no way they're gonna be war defense. They're definitely gonna be offense. They're called freaking Hydra. They're evil. They like to attack people. They got like offense up and crit in their kits. I just I made a complete ass of myself by just saying there's no way these guys are defense. I was like, shield is defense. Obviously, Hydra's gonna be offense. They'll probably counter the shield team. It's not like they're gonna be next to each other, just chilling, playing patty cake, waiting to be attacked. Uh, but actually, that's exactly what it is going to be. Yeah. <sighs> Why? Why all these defensive teams? All right. Uh, without the without the final character, uh, the Red Skull, have you tried Hydra recently on war defense? And if so, how did no. they do without the no. leader bringing them together? Well, well, so my Hydra are all still like level 50. So they're not, I'm okay. not putting them on defense. Okay. But, I, mean, I just you, wonder if you brought them up. You, yeah. you can just look at their kits and we'll talk about Red Skull in a sec. But because of what Red Skull does you actually can't make the Hydra minions that good. Like, this is a very interesting team where Red Skull is very good with his team, but no one else can be that good because Red Skull is so good with his team. Red Skull's like more than, you know, one above all with his proper minions around him. <laughs> so, like if, if they actually made the Hydra minions really, really good, that team would just be nightmarishly unkillable. So. All right. Well, it looks like they are nightmarishly unkillable when uh, they got Red Skull. There was some uh, data mines. I think you found a, a Red Skull and you copied him, saw his full kit as well. So this is one of the craziest uh, passives that I have ever seen on a character. Uh, Kill, you you can't kill them i mean if you if you kill one of the hydra minions they will revive they will get uh start them of their max health to death proof and uh basically with a full hydra team red skull takes zero damage Wh why is something so powerful why 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 <laughs> i don't i don't actually think it's that powerful i think it's just an, a team that makes it interesting to attack into so i, I mean i can give a few answers to this but All right. the, the first thing is to, to explain to people who don't know how the team works uh red skull on war defense specifically only on war defense uh if he's not been attacked before will load in with eight charges and if he's got four hydra minions around him actual hydra minion characters not his summons 
then for each one, he's 25% damage reduction. So if he has four Hydra minion allies, he's at 100% damage reduction, which means he <laughs> will not take any damage. <laughs> so you have to kill the Hydra minions to get to Red Skull. But when, when you, you kill, kill a Hydra minion, yeah. his, he will lose one of his eight charges per Hydra minion death, revive them with 50% max HP, and give them to death proof. So you have to kill all four Hydra minions. I guess you could keep killing the same one, but you have to ultimately kill eight Hydra minions. And then once you've done that, each Hydra minion beyond that that you kill will actually render Red Skull vulnerable because he'll be out of charge to revive people. But he's going like to summon and make even more. Battle. Well, his, his turn too, he just offense ups the entire team and then calls five assists and does his own big nuke. So on turn two, he's just going to take someone out most of the time. But. So killing them eight eight times with their rework uh, in a five minute battle. Do you think you think that's going to be possible without Inhumans and Black Bolt with a normal team? Right. I was going to get to that. So it may be, but there's actually a, a couple other theories on how you can get around this. So again, the the main worry is like Red Skull's turn two is incredibly devastating. I believe. Uh, he, he's resistant to bleeds and defense down, like he has crazy resistance to them, but I believe he can be blinded. Although I guess all the assists wouldn't be blinded, so that'd still be pretty rough. But the, the going theory is you can stun him, and if he's stunned, his passive won't proc, so you can kill a Hydra minion mm. while he's stunned and and get away with it, so to speak. I don't know if that's true. I'm anxious to test that and see if it's true, but... Uh, that's the, the going theory, and if it's true, then that's your, your path to victory, and it kind of forces you to bring a stun and dance around them, but... Mordo, Mordo! that'd be really... Mordo. Right, well, I'm thinking Supernatural, it would be pretty interesting there, because uh, Elsa would clean up all the summons pretty quickly, Strange would flip all the offense-ups to offense-downs, like, there's a lot that, that could be done there. I'd be interested to see that, and then, and then all the, the, you know, the dying summons and stuff, Mordo will heal off of, so... Yeah, I want to see that one, but mainly it looks like this is just something to use your Inhumans on. Because anyone Black Bolt kills is just going to stay dead, so Red Skull's just going to lose charges and nothing's going to happen. So this mainly, to me, seems like a, you can either two-tap this defense or you can bring the Inhumans. But I'm optimistic. Like So far, every crazy defense they've introduced has had like a super meta team that can beat them, and then another team that can mostly beat them and doesn't require the craziest newest meta characters people have been pretty good about crafting hybrids to take them out so while i'll hopefully just be able to walk through them within humans i'm already like putting pieces together to try to figure out what's the hybrid that can take this team out for people that don't have black bolt so yeah that, that supernatural does sound interesting if if that if that stun is uh does what uh, some people are suspecting so Curious, curious to see the mechanics of this and curious to see if this is actually how the Red Skull will be released. I know sometimes they've had non-playable characters in the past and when they actually release this character, um, they they aren't like that. I, I know Cyclops has went through a few different iterations before he was actually released. So. He, he did, but I'll tell you why I, I expect him to re release like this. Uh, with Cyclops, with Okoye, with Loki, those characters saw kit changes before they were in the patch notes set for release. Loki might have been a weird one. I think they might have announced Loki and then pushed him back. But uh, most of the characters that you're talking about, they, their kit revisions happened before they were ever announced for release. Red Skull got his new kit this patch and is announced for release this patch. So I highly doubt he's going to see changes. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, logic makes sense. So we will uh, definitely see what happens with that. Tadano Mac Japan. He is the person that uh, beat... The Dark Dimension 3 for the first time. I guess that is how you translate the name. Uh, he gets to pick a character that we will get some shards for. Uh, let's, let's do prediction time on this. Who do you think he will pick and who do you hope he will pick? Um, So I believe they're able to... I, I believe he's able to pick anyone up to and including Symbiote Spider-Man. Yeah, I think that's the cutoff. So I'm thinking he will pick Symbiote Spider-Man for a few reasons. Uh, basically, he has every character that he possibly can at 7-star already. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he has Symbiote Spider-Man at 7-star because those milestones just came out. 
I don't remember if you could keep uh, spending cores to buy Symbiote Spider-Man orbs. If you can, maybe he does have a max, but if you if you could only get the Symbiote Spider-Man orbs from the offers and you couldn't spend cores for more orbs, then he won't have him seven star from the milestones yet. And like, if you look at like Widowmaker went with Captain Marvel in the past, like it's the milestone characters that are the hardest ones to actually get the shards for. Yeah. So it, it tends to happen. Every like milestone character gets like a big chunk drop of shards and it ends up being like this if you were playing when these milestones came, you have access to a bunch of shards that players starting after you just will not have access to. They tend to do this a lot. So that's who I'm hoping he's going to pick. The other popular theories, I'm hearing rumors that someone said he is going to pick Hela, someone said he's going to pick Cyclops, but I'm hoping he goes to Symbiote Spider-Man because he's a beast. I would like Hela. I would not like Cyclops as the pick. I'd be fine with all of them. Yeah. Well, here's my reasoning on uh, Cyclops. X-Men are good with Cyclops, with Storm, with Cy- whoever, whoever is in that spot. Uh, and uh, Cyclops just makes them better, but they're already a good team. Hella will help a lot of people unlock Black Bolt because yes. uh, as of now, she is unfarmable. But we will get to that because there was a very cryptic message on uh, Reddit uh, late last week that we're going to talk about. But. Uh, I am with you. I'm with you. Uh, it looks like there was a change to uh, some Red Star, the drop rates on there, a stealth yes. change. I don't think it was announced. And no. it looks like uh, the the rate, the rate that you get red, uh, one-star characters went down, which is good. The rate that you get two-star characters went down. The rate that you get three-star characters went up from 20 yes. to 24. Uh, the rate you get four star characters went up from seven and a half to nine. The rest of them, uh, this five, six, and sevens look the same. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, they've done a lot of stealth buffs, uh, stealth buffs, and but this like uh, stealth nerfs in the past, actually. This is a stealth uh, buff in the player's favor. Uh, why aren't they making a bigger deal out of this? Why is, why is this something that we are just finding out about uh, recently? I'm not sure. I, I noticed it pretty much when they did it. I had some people point it out to me, and I actually uh, released the newest episode of my series, Don't Buy Red Stars, as maybe buy Red Stars, question <laughs> mark. Is that because, why the name got changed? <laughs> yes. Well, there's, I, I put the, the two reasons. Uh, I'm not happy about being cut out of strike time, but also they did, because a lot of people are, are mad about Red Stars, and they're like, all they've given us are words. We'll wait till we see actions. Fox okay. Next likes to lie to us, but let's see them put their money where their mouth is and actually change something and so this to me was like well they've they've changed something like is that it are we done red stars are great now no absolutely not are they suddenly a wonderful value for your money absolutely not but it was a step in the right direction it was a player-friendly change and they made the drop rates better is this you, you think this is a sign the show of good faith that the i think so msf movement was looking for uh i mean i don't I don't know what they were looking for. They tend to complain about most everything that gets done uh, in my uh. experience. But uh, I think this was just a a nice thing to do for the players. They're they're fixing the power curve. They're making the credits more available. And now they're making the drop rates a bit more reasonable. And you can see it in the episode of Maybe by Red Stars that I filmed. Both of us get a lot more blue and purple drops. It's it's very apparent. It it made opening orbs a little bit more fun. But here's the like the hidden change that like that's good for most players that need more threes and fours. They're just mm-hmm. gonna see more roster progress. That's just a win. Yeah. But for players like me and Shanksy and a lot of the high end whales, we are getting elite fours much faster because a four a three dupe and a four dupe are worth so many more elite four credits. So mm, the rate true, at which I'm true. getting elite fours has has jumped up considerably. Got it. Got it. So well, uh, official note, I, I, I am in contact with some people in the fixed MSF movement. It is still on. And uh, one one thing that they did want me to mention was that uh, some of the bottlenecks, some of the older bottlenecks that were there, they would like to see that reduced. So shout out to those guys there. Um, the block party. We got the block party a few hours before we started recording this. And um, yeah, quick question on for you on a personal note. Who are you going to take? Who is your next T4 that you're going to do with these uh, orange ability mats that we just got? I've actually been saving up for a little bit. I've got like 600 and something saved, almost 700. What Um, are you saving for? Well, it's I I, I say this every now and again. 
people assume if I'm saving something, I know what I'm saving for. Mm. Sometimes I'm saving because I have whaled enough that I'm in a position where I don't <laughs> need anything. First so world problems. First world problems. I, oh no, this is this is first world perks. <laughs> this is uh this is blubber flexing right here. But uh so pardon pardon my humble brag, my not humble at all brag. But uh so I've been able to hoard the T4s. Like there there are several abilities that I look at and I'm like, oh I kinda wanna do that. But basically like we're getting individual characters uh, and I haven't even looked at like, is Ironheart gonna need any T4s or anything, but like Toad doesn't need any T4s. I have to look at Blob, but I, I would be surprised if Blob needed more than like one. Um, so I'm kind of just hanging on to them. Like, you know, the, because we're getting like these individual characters, mm -hmm. I can't help but feel like a team is coming. And when a team starts coming out, it's good to have the uh, T4s to get that team up and running. Gotcha. Um, so again, I, I don't know that uh, a particular team is coming. There There's a rumor, which we'll talk about in a bit, about a, a team coming, but I have no idea if that's true. I don't empty, know how empty. good that team would be or, or what they'd be good at. But in short, if you're able to save T4s, it's never a bad idea because then you can do a bulk invest. And the other thing is I'm just kind of looking at who I'm actually going to be taking into Dark Dimension 3. Micah yes. with a couple T4s, like, like one that I'm... I'm just kind of keeping it in the back of my mind is I haven't done the Phoenix special and the Phoenix special isn't super, super necessary, but specifically for content like Dark Dimension 3, it is really, really good. So yeah, just kind of yeah, hanging I, on. I think that's a good one for uh, Dark Phoenix, that Phoenix special. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, earlier today I did a video with Mobile Gamer T4s. I uh, upgraded one and the other one I was waiting for and I forgot the Black Party was. So I actually used that on the special for Yo-Yo. So uh, I'm, oh, I'm pretty yeah. happy with that one. That's, that's Interesting. One. Why the special? Uh, extra, extra hit. Instead of two, two uh, hits, she gets three hits with that, and it right, brings, yeah. brings her damage up slightly. But you know, the third, the third additional target, I like that. Yep. So. No, it's it's a good value in terms yeah. of extra damage dealt. It's a good value. Yeah. I don't actually find that one super urgent, mainly because yeah. Yo-Yo is still just not hitting that hard, and the rest of her team does a wombo. But yeah, it's, well, it's never. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm using made... I'm using a Yo-Yo Black Bolt combo a lot in the Ultimate yeah. Seven, and I use Yo-Yo oh, okay. in Arena all the time. So for me, that yeah. one had a lot of value just because I use her. A yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, no, yeah. She's on my Arena and my Raid team as well. And yeah, any any character that's on your Arena and Raid that you put T4s. I was just echoing that that I agree that they're they're power picks. But I I was saying yeah, like I I don't think you wasted those t4s at all um, uh, I'm, I'm because yeah all right so i actually let's let's uh talk about this cryptic message about these farmable as guardians so the original post was loki around you fox next it's sif time about uh it's sif about time you told us when hella as guardians will be farmable thor else heimdall upset the response from cerebral six days ago and loki at thor blog from february 1st at minimum we are releasing a new character on the first wednesday of every month sif not more in march i can hella you now it will be an asgardian character we won't regreg on this so uh, when I read this, I thought Sif Farmble, Hella Farmble, where is Heimdall? It looks like these characters are coming in March to be Farmble, which I think is very good news. Uh, what are your thoughts on this before we get to the message that was released earlier today? Um, I mean, you we like they had to do this. This is this is exactly what I expected from them. Like I I said, I would be raising hell if they didn't make the Asgardians farmable by Black Bolt number two, and Black Bolt number two is April. So, so March makes sense. March is the time, and and it's also the the perfect opportunity for Fox next to release them. Like you have one month, good luck farming them all. If you're not able to farm them all, maybe consider buying an offer. Like it's classic Fox next as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, this is this lines up with exactly what we should have been expecting, basically. Predictions for their release methods, some of the villains campaigns, or maybe one of the stores. Yeah, whatever the next campaigns are. Is it is it villain and then uh, Nexus? Yeah, I think villain villain is supposed to come in March and Nexus in so, April, yeah. as far as what their schedule is right now. So yeah, so so probably villain campaign and some store. All right. Well, Heimdall not mentioned in this post here, but was mentioned today. Uh, 
The end of this post six hours ago. Heimdall coming to the Arena Store coming March 4th. The first Wednesday of the month, Heimdall will be added to the Arena Store in the Supplies tab. So start stocking up your Arena credits now. I think this is the first time that we've got to notice this a week in advance that a character would be coming to a certain store. So start saving up credits. What do you think of this uh, new level of communication from Fox next? It is a, a welcome improvement. It's something that I've been encouraging them to do this entire time. And I think other people have as well. So... Yeah, I think uh, I, I think the boycott taught them one thing in particular, which is that even though like I don't think the boycott boiled over and like, you know, water started actually leaving the pot in terms of like them losing a bunch of money or players. I think the fact that it looked to be about to spill, they realized like we have pushed people to the point where like they're actively considering taking serious action and rather than like push the situation further let's let's calm it down a bit so i think they're they're looking for opportunities to to be nice to the players and uh yeah my the cynic in me wonders if they uh if they were jerks up front so that now when they do like the standard you know things that would be standard in any other game we like praise them for yeah that, that, that was their plan all along get it people so pissed off so bring it to the norm and then they'll be oh this is awesome uh, yeah remember how it used that to be this is great they're telling us where characters are gonna go it's it's like it's almost like we have an actual roadmap can you imagine such such generous days i i'm starting to get visions of that i mean i've been playing this game so, for so long and uh yeah it's it's it's, it's interesting it's it's Yep. Cool, um, I like this. Uh, Heimdall, well, I think, uh, you know, they're very generous with his event because of the bug. I can't remember what the bug was, but I know his event lasted for a long time. Uh, and now one of the more farmable stores. So I think people would be getting a pretty strongly uh, startup Heimdall for this Black Bolt event. If only he were good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let, let's talk about the Valiant Orb because that was another announcement uh, made today. Uh, so this this is the orb that you get when you uh, finish Dark Dimension 3, if I'm not uh, mistaken. It's when you finish the whole thing? Is is that when you get the Valiant Orb? I, I can't yeah, remember when, when, when you When you finished your timed this. run, your second run, you second get a run. random... Yeah, okay. when you finish the second run, you get a random seven red star character from uh, I think 21, 24. Yes, and we got notice of the characters. Now, the good thing about this, if you get a duplicate of a seven-star character you already own, instead of granted another, uh, you will yeah, be I'm not worried about that. granted another, uh, no? I'm not worried about that. You worried about that? <laughs> Uh, my character's not on here. I only have one and he's not on here. But the characters, these are some pretty good characters. Uh, let, me, let me read it to you, get your reaction of this. Black Bolt, Captain Marvel, Coulson, Sinister, Magneto, Minerva, Nick Fury, Phoenix, Shuri, Thanos, Invisible Woman, Ghost Rider, Star-Lord, Colossus, Juggernaut, Hela, Thor, War Machine, Scientist Supreme, Rescue, Falcon, Graviton, Rocket, Raccoon, and Yo-Yo. All of these are very, very good characters. I think they came up with some pretty good choices here. No? You know, which, 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 one are you, which one are you not liking here? You need me to say it? Say it. What the hell is Rescue doing on there? Not the worst, not the worst, because her barrier the worst. is the, no, no. Uh, her it's... barrier is uh, based on her health. So, so not what? the worst, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no, be happy with that when there's where there's characters like Black Bolt and oh, uh, no, Phoenix no. on there. So this is probably the worst no, of the no, bunch. No, no, no. But no, no, rescue in that orb is the equivalent of like the bankrupt <laughs> slot on Wheel of Fortune. Who would you replace her with? Who would you replace her? Because I think all the good characters are almost in anyone. this orb. Almost anyone. <laughs> Ravager Stitcher instead of Rescue. I said almost anyone. <laughs> uh, at least Ravager Stitcher I would consider taking in a Dark Dimension 3. Although I guess you just finish your time runs. Never mind. Bad example. But uh, no, there's there are so many choices. Like Heimdall. I'd actually rather have Heimdall. But uh, no, yeah, there's there's a lot a lot of uh, better choices than Rescue. I don't know how she made the cut. Um, Yes, it's a shame. She's the only one. It's it's so weird. It's just the the bankrupt slot on there. Like I I think they did that on purpose. I think they just included like one dud for you know <laughs> just just someone who's gonna get like preposterously unlucky. Gotcha, but gotcha. But it, if, it, it will make that, that power armor team better with that barrier, though. It, it, it's not it's not the best. I think it is the worst mm, of this bunch mm. by far. But it's 
Uh, Look, anyone going to seven red star <laughs> is going to be okay. But compared to where all the other characters on that yeah, no, list I know. are it's, at, it's not a Black Bolt or Captain I'm, Marvel level. I'm going on Phoenix record level. now. If my first seven red star is rescue, I'm out. Like it's been <laughs> really? fun. I'll yes, see okay. you guys in a different game. <laughs> all no. right, uh, bugs. My goodness, uh, we we talked. You talked briefly about this in the beginning that uh, some bugs that just naturally occur. It looks like the gold blitz returned for a few minutes earlier today <laughs> uh, about 10 minutes but a lot of people uh, got some rewards now they reacted pretty quick with a message this wasn't like what is going on what is going on uh so again probably a good result of the boycott because uh pretty much it was taken down and then we got a response so uh a goal it appeared for about 10 minutes there was it was not scheduled but it was scheduled for March 3rd next week. So I think that's the interesting thing here. So Gold Blitz coming up. I, I think that is good news. And there's going to be some probably compensation to see when they uh, investigate how many people actually got some gold from this. What do you, what do you think of this uh, reaction to this bug that happened? Uh, my only issue with it is that, uh, like, I'm fine that the, there's no question the boycott had an impact on their communication for the better. Like, that's yeah. a sure thing. But I will say, in terms of, like, bugs and stuff, they've been, for the last few months, they've been really quick to immediately hop on and be like, hey, wait, wait, before everyone freaks out, here's what's going on. We're looking into it. We're all over it. Here's the plan. Sit tight. Stay tuned. But they've been really timely about responding when something breaks. And, uh, yeah, as far as I see it, this is all good news. Uh, I, I missed it completely. But as, as soon as I hear about something like this, I'm like, oh, they, they actually gave people gold they weren't supposed to? Cool. Guess I could expect some extra gold. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think the big news for me, at least, is that there's a gold list coming on March 3rd, guys. So good good news. Good news uh, for that. Uh, let, let's talk about some of the data mines because there was uh, there was a lot of data mines as usual uh, with a uh, with the update. But I think the big news here, let me find it here as I am uh, scrolling through this. Uh, th where Where is it? Oh, right here. Okay. Blitz team size, uh, there was a bug, there was a thing here that says auto arena. And uh, for those of you that don't know, back way back in beta, what we know is Blitz now was arena and uh, there was no arena. So I think in the, the code, I, it must still be called arena. Uh, the yeah, that's Blitz correct. Mode. No, so, there, there, there was an arena. It just also had a different name. But yeah, Blitz was arena and arena was called like... Well, well, well even before that, like in the first two patches, there was the, no arena as we know it. It was just Blitz. Yes, there and, was. Then, and then, no, there wasn't. No, no. Yeah, there was. There arena was, arena. was Blitz. Arena was Blitz in like the first yeah. patch. And then. Yeah, yeah. Blitz was called Arena, but there was a. No, they, 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 they added that later. They added that in like the third it, patch was that a, in beta. Was that a post launch? No, it was oh, not. No, in, it, in it was beta, in post launch. In beta, it was, okay. They had Arena in beta, in, 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 uh, in right, beta, right. but it, it was like right. a third patch in beta that they added the current. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. That, right. I, I just meant like by, by launch. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Before launch, they had the current Arena. But yeah, it, it was called something different. Like, shat, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, but the big news here, not, not that there was an Arena and stuff. It was that there's this little line of code. Arena Auto Sim off. Arena auto sim off. So I think a lot of players, including myself, think maybe this means auto blitz coming to Marvel Strike Force. What are you? What is your interpretation of this little blurb in the data mine here? Well, that's uh, so. Without going into too much detail, if you remember, I, I've told you a few times I've heard rumor of auto blitz being looked into. Um, yeah, I, I got a, a couple answers from CMs regarding a few things where they accidentally alluded to auto blitz being a thing mm. that they're working on. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing. I my personal hopes are that auto blitz will be worth kind of almost as many points as actually blitzing, but not quite. That way, people who want to blitz don't have to auto blitz, but people who can't do a full rotation, can at least do a partial rotation, and and it'll save people time who don't want to be playing that much, you know? Yeah, so. I, I, I'm, I'm very happy if this is uh, what we all think it is, so... Yeah, be very, very good. I, I think uh, climbing up those Blitz tiers in the beginning is very... Uh, it's, it's it's very tedious. Low quality time in the game because you can auto up to maybe tier 6 or 7, you know? and 
it, it, it doesn't require a lot of thought. It just put it on auto with all your teams. So uh, I think this is a very good thing if uh, if this is what we think it is. So very, very happy about this. Uh, other other things in the data mine, nothing, nothing too big here. Uh, a lot of stuff we already know about the Hydra rework and all that. But there was uh, some blurbs here about uh, the raid difficulty. Now, this was not a secret. This was announced uh, way back and... Um, this was announced in the patch notes. What are you, what are your thoughts of this uh, raid difficulty uh, coming this patch? Changing raid difficulty on uh, I think it's just I think it's just Ultima six and Ultima seven for now, if I'm Correct. not mistaken. Correct, what? and you have to hit certain thresholds just to be able to enable it. So yeah, and uh, it looks like different reward tiers for that. I think this is going to help a lot of those. Uh, alliances that are on the cusp of uh ultimate six is very very easy ultimate seven is a little too hard and then some of those uh, newer alliances where uh ultimate five is too easy and ultimate six is a little too uh stuff so i think this is a very player friendly move uh there's some yep. info about the contacts list have you used this feature yet oh the the i was streaming the day they put it in and how uh, many did you get i i got a lot of requests in the like, first like like, like all minutes. of them <laughs> like all of them i got bombarded i had to i had to turn mine off because I, I, I had so many i'm like i don't know these people <laughs> i had people actively encouraging me they're like you should sell spots on your contact list that way uh, you can kick someone off and i can donate to get on so uh, i apologize i, like I had to turn it off guys there, there's just too many of you guys and there's only a limited amount of uh stuff, yeah they so only gave just, us 100 spots <laughs> um that's it all right it is time, rumor time, baby. Uh, I, I don't know what uh, what rumors you can tell us, what rumors you have for us this week, but uh, what what can you tell us about some upcoming characters, uh, some of the rumors that you've heard? Well, now we're setting our sights on patch 4.0.0. Uh, it's almost midnight sounds, here. Sounds where big. Yeah, it's almost midnight here where we're recording, so uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I want to get to bed. Um, I will simply say... Uh, to ponder for this week, the characters rumored to be coming with 4.0 are mostly all from the same team. Mm, so, so another team added to the game, possibly. Mm, guys, let me know in the comments who you think that team possibly could be. Uh, I, I have my thoughts and uh, let, let me know what your guys' thoughts are. Well, Casino? Thank you once again. As always, it is a pleasure, my friend. Uh, any final notes before you go? Or any final uh, thoughts before you go? No, uh, got a lot of very, very exciting stuff in the works uh, for this game. Some, some exciting stuff going on for another game. But uh, yeah, just, just stay tuned. I, I have a lot of stuff I'm very excited about that I, I will announce over the coming weeks. Otherwise, though, congratulations to you on winning your first jujitsu tournament. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it was rough. It was a it was a rough mental uh, stress leading up to it, uh, but that yeah, was very fun. Uh, tell everybody where they could find you, my friend, if they don't already know. Uh, Twitch.tv/casino, YouTube.com/casino, Discord.gg/casino. Come say what's up. Cool, cool. And the links are down below, guys. And uh, thank you guys for watching this uh, video. If you guys liked it, we do this every week. We are on a streak, guys. We are coming up on a year of this thing. So uh, let, if you guys like this, subscribe to the channel. Uh, smash on that like button. Join the notification squad. All of that stuff. There's some cool links down below that support the channel. And thank you guys again for watching. And if you're all listening to the podcast version, thank you guys for listening to the podcast version. Uh, Check me out on social media. Hulk fist bump, baby. Finally flying out.